Welcome to Hope Talks Podcast with Grayson Willis and Pastor Margaret Michael, where you'll hear inspiring stories that are filled with hope and good news in Jesus Christ. You can also search for our podcast on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and TuneIn. We would love your feedback and invite you to take a short, anonymous survey. You can find the link to the survey in the show notes. Welcome to today's broadcast of Hope Talks. I'm Grayson Willis. And I'm Pastor Margaret Michael. And today I'm really excited um, about our guests that have joined us. Just to give a little bit of context, uh, every year we have a, a week in the summer. It's called Best Week Ever. And this past year, we actually added something we had not done before, and that was we added a community serve day. And, you know, we went out in faith that um, we would have some doctors uh, that would be a part of it and that people would show up. And all of those things happened. And so today joining us is um, Dr. Amanda Laux and Dr. Jordan Hill. And they were a part of that day and was able to engage with the folk that came for a lot of school needs, um, back to school, physicals, sports physicals. And uh, so we just decided to have them in today and talk about that. But before we get there, um, welcome. Thank you. Thank, yeah. Thank you for having us. Yeah, it's good to have you all here. And um, maybe we can just start talking a little bit about where you grew up, your passion to be become a doctor. Maybe we just start there. I grew up, moved around a good bit from military family, um, but mostly Northern Virginia was home. I kind of decided, I did a lot of volunteering through high school, and I really loved working with the free clinic. That was one of my passions when I was younger and kind of helped push me in the direction that I ended up going, mm-hmm. um, along with one of my friends who was sicker as a teenager and was just always a struggle to figure out what was going on, and I wanted to be able to help her in a way that others couldn't. Mm. That's powerful. So actually, I grew up around here, um, so I've been in this church most of my life. And, um, yeah, kind of knew from a pretty young age that I wanted to go into medicine. And, uh, you know, I love the sciences. I love medicine and just uh, enjoy working with people and getting to be part of their life and see how I can help them out. And, yeah, I mean, different missions trips and different things I did uh, during undergraduate, you know, at uh, Bridgewater College kind of spurred that on a little bit more. And then um, actually in residency in Front Royal, we um, had a free clinic up there that we worked at during residency that was a pretty cool experience. Yeah. Yeah, kind of spurred my interest in this a little bit more. Yeah. And you said, you know, that even working in the free clinic was something that really um, appealed to you early on. So it's pretty amazing that, um, Jordan, you went to school and came right back to your, you know, where you grew up. Um, was that intentional or is that just, was that something that just happened or was that, um, did you want to serve your community? I mean, I, I had multiple thoughts of different places that we could go, but mm-hmm. my wife actually met here at this church. So she's from this area. And so all of her family, all of my family's here. Yeah. And so it, it just felt like a good fit to come back home to practice. Yeah. Well, we are um, the recipients of that. So we love having your family around here. Thank you. And is that what brought you to the area then? I knew I wanted to do a private practice, and they are getting fewer and further between mm-hmm. um, every year. And so um, I was lucky enough to join a really great private practice um, group. And it was my first job and first real job and be my last job. (laughs) (laughs) Pretty straightforward. Yeah, that's good. So uh, 
we had Pastor Margaret mention this, um, but we had this community serve day as part of best week ever that we call it, where we kind of do um, projects and things in the community. This was the first year that we had a community serve day. And um, just if y'all want to talk about your experience working um, recently, we had uh, Susan Adamson on here to share about uh, the free clinic and you all partnered with them um, to help minister to those in our community um, who were in need of those services. So if you want to share about your experience with that. So, um, I mean, it was a really good opportunity to outreach to different folks in the community. It was mostly sports physicals that we did. Um, It wasn't anything um, over the top in terms of medicine. It was pretty simple, but just building relationships, just meeting a need for folks in the community. Uh, We got to meet just a varied group of individuals, folks that spoke multiple different languages, multiple backgrounds, and it was just, it was really neat to see the different folks we have in the community to be able to meet their needs and just to develop some relationships there, just just reaching out. Um, you know, I, I'm sure sometimes it's a little bit tough getting a sports physical done or getting scheduling done. So I think this was an opportunity for a lot of people to come and get that done. And it was free to them, which was cool. But yeah, it was just a lot of um, getting to know folks in the community and it was an outreach. And, you know, we're kind of hopeful that some of those folks come back and be part of this church maybe in time maybe we planted some seeds um one of the experiences i had you know which we get frequently but was neat uh was that one young girl was asking a lot of questions about medicine she wanted to go into medicine thinking maybe she'll be a doctor one day and so you know just getting to field a lot of her questions kind of give her some excitement and hope for the for the medical field i thought was pretty cool yeah yeah it was really nice not having that normal time crunch and so being able to spend the time needed to answer those questions fully and really not have to try to rush through and have any constraints and just be able to help people who were new to the area and didn't know the resources in the area or didn't have a doctor. And so that was a really good, good benefit as well. Yeah. So uh, just one shout out that I want to make uh, on the week prior to having the community serve day, we went to equipping the saints um, Pastor Felicia died myself, took a couple of volunteers, and we found dividers for some of the, Centera RMH was here doing some cholesterol screenings, things like that. We found some dividers for that. We found um, some exam tables and some exam chairs and just some things that we could use that day to make it a little bit more comfortable. Yes, we turned Sunday school classrooms into um, exam rooms, which was just amazing just to think about what you can do with a space if you're creative. Mm -hmm. And um, Felicidad was definitely the one that was, that was her brainchild. Uh, But it was amazing to see um, people come in and not only were you all here as doctors, but there were nurses here and you know, people doing the registration, and it was really set up with a waiting area, and it was done so well that day. Uh, the beautiful thing of that, too, was here are a group of people that have said yes to making sure that this could happen. We had people here that was cooking, and we had food. We served folk, and then we had nonprofits outside, things that we felt like would be a benefit to the folks that were coming. And so just the overall having games for the kids while they waited and snow cones and like just that overall uh, loving on families 
And, you know, people coming into a church and getting those services that some kids can't start school if they don't have uh, some of those things out of the way. And so it was just really amazing to watch that just all fall into place and happen. At the end of the day, it was like, wow, what just happened here? That was a lot. So can you all just, you shared one story about um, a young uh, lady that had a real interest in medicine. Is there any stories that you can share with us, um, specific stories that anonymously, of course, that you can share that come to mind of how it was impactful for someone who maybe didn't know their way around town or didn't have the resources? And there was a lot of people that were very recent arrivals, just kind of coming in within the last kind of couple months. And so being able to kind of talk to them and not only help them with some of the, the logistics and paperwork that they need for starting school, but also kind of like, okay, here's these other resources in town. I think this is going to help you. Well, here's another um, clinic to get set up with, or you know, here's a place where you can get vaccines that you need and just really try to make sure they have everything available to start school on time and mm-hmm. kind of get up on the right foot and mm-hmm. um, just kind of feel welcomed into the community. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How about you, Jordan? Anything coming to mind? <laughs> no, I mean, I agree with Mandy and what yeah. she's saying. It, that, yeah, we had a lot of folks that could use those extra resources, and I think having Susan there mm. was huge. Yeah. Huge to help us with some of the extra resources available. Yeah. And, um, yeah, getting, I mean, I would imagine some of those folks might have got hooked up with the Blue Ridge Free Clinic then Mm -hmm. as a result of that. One thing that I do love about the Blue Ridge Free Clinic is it's not a place where Susan just shared uh, um, on this show recently. Like, it's not just a place to come and that's where you're always going to go to the doctor. They're a bridge to finding you long-term health care. That's right. And that's... That's their goal, and I just I think that's wonderful. So I'm sure she did the same thing with this group um, yes. that day. So that was really good to have her here. Absolutely. Um, there's some other organizations that have said, hey, we want to be a part of this too. Another thing that happened that day, uh, we had the mammogram van here, and it was booked solid all day. And um, there's one woman that's probably alive today. She had her first mammogram that day hmm. and got a call on Monday. I believe it was on Monday, to come in that they had found something. And so we just don't know the impact mm-hmm. uh, that we can make when we do something like that. So it's true. Before we started the recording today, Jordan, you mentioned that you've actually done some work with the free clinic since uh, our community uh, serve day. So if you want to share a little bit about that. So the time I spent there was fairly brief. They were just getting me largely oriented to the free clinic and what their setup is. Mm-hmm. Um, I was able to see a few patients there. And, um, yeah, they have a really, really good setup with a lot of resources. They have um, psychiatry there to help out with a lot of the mental health needs. Um, they have folks that help out with a lot of the social service type aspects, mm-hmm. getting people access to the different things that they mm-hmm. need. And um, just like Mandy was saying, with a lot of the folks when they first come here, I mean, some of these folks are refugees or that sort of thing, mm-hmm. that, yeah, they don't know what a lot of the resources are and know where to get the help that they need. And I was just amazed at how organized it was, how well they had arranged mm-hmm. everything. And, and uh, it was a pretty neat experience. Yeah, I, it was interesting to hear Susan and Lynn talk about just 
how they started and how this has grown and how the, the Lord will open a door and they'll step through it. And I think the most recent is being able, uh, they're not full pharmacists, but now they have um, access to meds. And that's just amazing that, yeah. you know, six weeks and they are already at that place where they've been inspected and ready to move forward with that. Uh, I know that there are so many needs in our community when you look at a mental health crisis and um, to be able to, if you, and they were talking about, if you go to a doctor's office and you get that script, you may not be able to fill it. You may not have the money. And so for them to be able to have that uh, there as well. But they also, I think she said, had somebody who gives financially that she actually will give cash to folks that they, if wow. so some of the medications they had there, mm-hmm. um, but I actually several of the patients I saw did have mental health needs. Um, one of them, the medications we had on hand at the clinic, this patient had already tried okay. and they didn't work. And so I came up with something that I thought would work better. Mm-hmm. And we looked at cost and it's a generic, so it wasn't too expensive. Um, but she's like, well, we have cash. We can just give them cash. If this is the amount of cash That's they need amazing. to buy that medication. And yeah. so, yeah, someone in the community gives financially that she can just give cash that they can go get the medication that they need. And then they have follow up and make sure that that patient's yeah. doing OK with that medication. And That's powerful. Yeah, it you is. Know, it's and the resources it's a it's a huge blessing. You know, I just think about them being willing to just set this up and in faith. And mm-hmm. I think she told us um, there's around 100 volunteers mm-hmm. that are a part of that. Mm-hmm. And so I know there there's a lot of things in this world that are tough, but these are the things we need to celebrate. You know, mm-hmm. these are the things that people are doing right. And this is the ministry. You know, Jesus um, had a lot to say um, about Loving the Lord, loving ourselves, and loving our neighbors as ourselves. And this is it. Like, these are folks that are in need. And so it blesses me whenever we can share the good news of believers using their giftings to uh, minister to those that are made in God's image. It's amazing how I believe our community has kind of rallied behind them. She said that they have some Mennonite ladies that prepare meals every night. Or the folks, the workers that come in and serve there. So, yeah, they had great food there for everybody to have supper right before they get started seeing patients. Boy, isn't that using our giftings, Mm -hmm. right? Like, I know about Mennonite food. (laughs) That's good stuff. Yeah, it just impressed me. I mean, how many different resources, different people contribute, things that might seem kind of small, but when you put it all together. Yeah, and, you know, isn't that a beautiful picture of us coming outside the walls of our churches? Um, to be the hands and feet of Jesus and a cup of cold water. And yeah, I think there's there's room for more of that in the valley, but I want to celebrate those things that are already in place and happening. It's and it gives us hope, right? Yeah. And uh, I'm going to throw this out there, and if nobody knows, that's fine. Do we know just roughly how many people we serve that week with the sports physicals and the mammograms? Yeah. yeah. So I think if you count... The regular physicals and the sports physicals, some would have been done on the same people. But I think there was a hundred and it was over a hundred that were done that day. Um, The mammograms, I'm thinking there were, I'm afraid to count that one. I know they had a full schedule, but I'm, I don't trust myself, my memory with that number. But there were another piece of that day that was really impactful 
there was a girl set up for the RMH um, booth, and she was actually one of my coworkers at one time. And she said to me that day, she said, you know, this is so different from any health fair I've ever been at. And I said, well, talk to me about that. What makes it different? She said, when you go to a health fair, everyone goes to their booth and they don't talk to others. Like they just stay in their spot and they don't, there's not a lot of back and forth. But she said, today has been a day of networking. Like everyone is trying to figure out what everyone else is doing Mm -hmm. and wanting to partner. And so... Again, just a great opportunity, yes, for uh, the clinic. Uh, We also that day did haircuts. Um, The studio was here and cut hair as hard as they could go. Two to three hairstylists, um, AJ's Barbershop, I will give a shout out to them. He came as long as he could that morning, but um, he had responsibilities he had to get back to. But there was, I had prayed that we wouldn't be overwhelmed or underwhelmed, you know, that we would just have a steady flow. And I don't think there was ever less than two people in line and never less than or more than five or six in that line. And it was kind of the same way with uh, the clinic. Like it was just a steady flow that day. But the amount of people that got haircuts and watching women that hadn't had their hair cut for a long time and seeing the tears in their eyes as they felt their hair cut. Like, it's really amazing just how everybody here using their giftings to help make someone else's day better, to help them feel like they were seen. And anybody knows when you get a haircut, most of the time, there was one haircut that um, his hair has grown out now. (laughs) Um, But it was a little shorter than he wanted, but we laugh about it now. Um, But yeah, a lot of people were impacted that day. So we actually, you know, we've talked about uh, our Community Serve Day and just how great it was for all these people uh, on the property with all these different services that were offered. And so we're actually going to do it again um, July 27th um, of uh, 2024. And uh, I'm sure at some point we'll be talking more about that as we get closer. But uh, I'm sure these services um, same services will be offered that yeah. day. And so it's always great to, you know, when you've done something for the first time, you don't know how it's going to turn out. Well, the fact that we're going to do it a second time just talks to the impact that it had on many lives. Yeah, for sure. Um, Jordan, at the beginning of the podcast, you talked about you did some mission trips um, um, as you were going to school. Do you want to talk about, like, what happened on those mission trips that caused you to be pulled in that direction? Can you talk to us a little bit about that? Like, the impact, thinking about coming back from that mission trip, and you go, I want to be a part of this. Like, So, I mean, I guess some of it, when you go to third world countries, it has a huge impact from the standpoint of recognizing how blessed we are here. Yeah. Uh, When you see how impoverished people live in other parts of the world, what they have to go through, what they do day to day, um, just the environment that they live in, it has a huge impact on you. But yeah, I mean, in a lot of the settings and the different mission trips I did, it was mostly just reaching out, you know, just touching their lives, just getting to know folks and getting to see some of the struggles they have day to day and just realizing how you can have an impact. But I guess part of it is I feel like 
when people are going through medical issues or going through rough times, they're more receptive to the gospel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think they're more in tune to realizing their need for God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and so I think there's a lot of opportunity for witnessing in what we do. Yeah. And that, you know, that, that's transpired here as well. I mean, mm-hmm. we have a lot of folks that um, have major life events with losing family members or you know, just hitting rock bottom, that kind of thing, um, that they come in maybe because they're depressed, maybe because they have anxiety, that sort of thing. But frequently it's a time to kind of reassess where they're at spiritually. Mm -hmm. And, you know, in in my practice, a lot of times we do get the opportunity to pray with those folks and just plant seeds spiritually. Um, but yeah, some of what we did on the missions trips kind of help you realize where that's at and then realize that we have that back home as well. Yeah. Well, and I'm thinking about, uh, we talked earlier that a lot of people are coming here. You know, we have people coming here, and so there is that need here as well. There are many opportunities to serve the world right. in our community, Yeah, um, which is a powerful thought of uh, we used to, if you wanted to work with people from other places, you went other places, mm-hmm. but it sounds like. From the experience here and even the free clinic, that is something we can do locally now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We call this program Hope Talks. So anything right now and what you're doing in your day-to-day in the line you're in that brings you hope, whether it be you know being able to help somebody or being able to walk with somebody through a diagnosis or whatever, just generically just or um, in general that you would like to share that brings you hope? I mean, I, I always think one of the toughest part of the jobs is, is those big diagnoses mm-hmm. that you make, and it's one of those things that when you're able to find something and help someone out in that way, but then also follow through mm-hmm. that journey and all the different stages of kind of the acceptance of the diagnosis and then the grief and then just journey with people through different stages of life, you know, and then just also making sure that the end of life as well is just as much dignity and love mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and exactly the way they want it to be. And it's always something that, you know, after those tougher days, going home to, you know, my family and just being just so grateful to have that ability to make that journey with people and make it as easy as possible and just kind of make sure they know that we're still there for them no matter what the outcome is. Yeah, that's good. You know, I was just thinking, like, God has gifted you all to help the longevity of our tents, right? These are just tents that we live in on this earth, and um, you all have that God-given ability uh, to walk with people and to help them find health and wholeness and being able to not just physically, but the spiritual aspect like you're talking about, Jordan, which, you know, it's all connected, right? Um, And so that's beautiful um, to be able, you know, I know that you both um, love people well within that arena. And it was just such a great uh, experience to have you all here and to be a part of that and just engage. Y'all wasn't sure what it would even look like um, when we did the community serve day, but you both said yes, and uh, we really appreciate that. And I know that you all impacted 
um, as you do on a daily basis, that day you impacted uh, folks in ways they weren't expecting when they entered the building. And so just really grateful for that partnership and you all saying yes to using those talents for God's glory. Jordan, is there anything in your day-to-day that brings you hope with what you're doing in your um, work that you would like to share? Well, I mean, we kind of already talked about it a little bit, but just the opportunities to meet needs and to, you know, touch people from a spiritual perspective. Mm -hmm. You know, like I said, just praying with patience, that sort of thing. And Mandy kind of talked about it a little bit of just being grateful for your own family, being grateful for how we've been blessed um, sometimes when you see the tough things that people are going through, mm-hmm. it makes you appreciate what you have a whole lot more. You know, growing up in the church, um, having a lot of Bible study, that sort of thing, I think knowing the Bible well, being through a lot of great preaching, that sort of thing, you've I feel like I've experienced a lot that I understand when we're given really tough times what the implications can mean, you know, what God might be doing through some of those things. And I think a lot of folks maybe that haven't grown up with that, maybe right. can use the help yeah. of seeing that right. maybe God's working through all this right. for for his yeah. good, for their yeah. good, you know, for his glory. And yeah. so a lot of times I think people kind of miss that, but recognizing that we've been blessed right. growing up yeah. with the background that we have. Right. Um, you know, Mandy was talking about just going home to your family. It's yeah. um, sometimes when you see what people go through in their marriages, you know, they talk about the tough times in their marriages. It kind of makes you appreciate your spouse a whole lot more. Yeah. So. Yeah. Same thing with your kids, you know, realizing what other people might be going through with their kids. It it makes you appreciate what you have. But, yeah, I think the big thing is just recognizing how blessed we are and recognizing what God has used in our lives up to this point to prepare us for some of these opportunities. Mandy and Jordan, thank you for joining us today on Hope Talks. It's been great to have you. Uh, I'm just going to say a short prayer in closing for you all. Lord, I just pray... uh, for Mandy and for Jordan and for the work that they're doing um, just to serve people in the community, Lord, and just uh, pray for them as they continue to do your work and uh, for the people that they come in contact that they will um, see Jesus through Jordan and Mandy, Lord, and thank you for their willingness to come in today and to share with us and to serve during our community uh, serve day, Lord, and uh, Just ask all this in your name. Pray a blessing over them and their family. Amen. Uh, Thank you for listening to today's broadcast of Hope Talks. We pray that as you've heard us talk with Amanda Laux and Jordan Hill, that it truly has been a half hour of hope for your life. May God bless. Here's a song written and sung by our friend Kim McLean. I will love you, O Lord, with my whole heart. I will tell of your wonderful works. I will rejoice and be glad in you and sing praises unto your name. You are most high. You are my
Hope Talks is sponsored by Church of the Nazarene Harrisonburg in partnership with Sunshine Ministries.